Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Episode 7. We're at episode 7. Episode 7. Oh, snap. I guess just... Walked in, so I stopped singing the song because I know I can't sing, but right now I'm in a vibe. Let me stop. Okay. <laughs> Dear Black Girl, me, any. Any vibes worldwide? Positive energy. Any is from, what part of Jersey are you from? I'm from Hoboken. Yes, it's a small town. You're it's like a... next stop on a path. Oh, I'm next door to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, live in, I live in Jersey City. Oh, I'm definitely next door. Super, to you. yeah. Super yes. cool. <laughs> awesome. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> and she's also a singer-songwriter. Um, and she had one of her songs in rotation a few months ago yeah. at Hot 97. Yes. It was a highlight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> For real. It was called Kissing in the Dark. And if you haven't heard it, you can go to, what's your Spotify page? Spotify is at 200K right now. So DM it. And where, where else can they find it? iTunes, just on all uh, major platforms. Definitely SoundCloud. Like, <laughs> like I believe in SoundCloud. Like, the SoundCloud movement is, is big. Check it out on SoundCloud. Yeah, because <laughs> SoundCloud helps a lot of people get signed. Hell yeah, man. That's, like, where you build your um, portfolio as far as the music goes. I think that's, catalog. like, where they found Russ, Bryson Tiller, and a few other people. Nice. Yes. SoundCloud. I'm pro SoundCloud. <laughs> So how did you get into singing? Um, it started at a very early age. Um, I was just a kid, you know. Um, my aunt was very active in my life, and she would always play jams and her radio. My God, and she would just be singing. So I guess I kind of just like copied or, or mimicked her in a way, and it just like it stuck with me. It was something that that didn't go away. You know how you pick up a habit and then you kind of just drop it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what happened with me. Um, that's where it started. Where I knew it was a passion was when I would sing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing in the shower, and I was so, like, <clears throat> emotionally attached to whatever I was singing that I would cry. I would just cry while I'm in the shower. It, it's kind of like one of the reasons why I wouldn't sing out in public, because I would always cry. I was singing with like such great passion. I didn't realize that as a kid, but as I got a little older, I was like, "Oh, that's what it was." Wait, so what's your sign? Your um, horoscope? I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. I was about to say, are you a Cancer like me? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little excited for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm running with the bulls. Um, my Cancers are they're they're great friends. Yeah. So, what was one of the first songs you sang live in front of a crowd of people? I would say. Wow. Um, it's a song that I wrote. Um, this was when I first started, and I started doing, like, open mics and stuff. Um, it's called Silver Bullet, and it has to do with um, me getting shot by a gun. The gun is just, like, um, like a metaphor, or the bullet actually is a metaphor for, like, like all the hurt, all the pain that I, that I went through um, in relationships and just relationships in general. Um, and it, it goes on to kind of tell, like, you know, like, although, like, you're being shot by the gun, it's really like a rebirth of you. And if you stay positive, you stay strong, 
you know, you could really like fix yourself up to your greater self. So yeah, silver bullet. <laughs> it's unreleased. I'm sorry, guys. But that <laughs> that was one of the um, first songs. You know, I think if if I was gonna sing any song, it it would definitely be something that I wrote. Um, with silver bullet, how many times do you go back to that? Like after a relationship, go Ooh. back to that song. Um. Mm. To be honest, I still sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I still sing it. Um, it's uh, the hook is just it's so catchy, you know. It's like it, it's like it's very strong. Like it has like this little twang to it too. It's like I see a silver stripe bullet heading straight toward my heart. Oh, I. So yeah. I sing it all the time. <laughs> whether I'm in a relationship or not, it's so symbolic to me. Um, it's it's kind of what like what drove me to do more, you know. All right, so let's get into the first song, song number five. Okay, so song number five from my list um, of songs that impacted me um, would be TLC Unputty. Gwendolyn's crazy. Yeah, TLC is here today. No way. Yeah. No, stop it. I'm not lying. That's crazy. Oh my god! Hold I'm on, blown we can, right now. We can go pause it real quick. Bro, I'm blown right now. I'm blown. So we had to take a quick intermission oh because we just went to go meet TLC. Which <laughs> is perfect. This song number five was unpretty. It was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty intense. I'm not gonna lie. I was shaking. I was nervous. Um, and and my heart is still like it's still racing right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm shook right now. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, my God, the synchronicity is just, is, is beyond. <laughs> I'm tearing up. Like, this is the realest ever. Like, I didn't even know what to say. My body, like, froze. I've never had that experience ever. Really? Ever. Uh, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to think. I was just, like, frozen. Like, I can't believe this. Well, whatever you said, you guys got a hug afterwards. I said, I said, I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm a huge fan, and um, your song, Unpretty, it meant a lot to me as a little girl. You know, like, growing up, I had a lot of, like, weight issues, and I was always called fat. I was always teased. I was always bullied because of my weight, so that hit home. And in the video, there's there's a part where <clears throat> um, it's a, an overweight girl who, to me, she doesn't really look overweight, but to herself, she, she felt overweight. And there's this part in the video where... She runs in her room and goes underneath her bed, and there's food underneath her bed, and she starts eating it uncontrollably, and she's crying, and that oh my god, that hit me, that hit it like like to this very moment, it just it sinks in, like wow, it's that deep, it was that deep as a kid, super traumatizing, but um, yeah, thank you, <laughs> you're DLC, welcome for being in the Hot 97 building, and at the same time. The synchronicity is phenomenal. Thank you, you mean, for that. That was awesome. Oh, <laughs> I'm still shook, so you know I got to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So, all right, so speaking about that, because there's a lot of little girls that um, battle with being teased because of weight issues yeah. and things like that. Like, how did you overcome that? Um, it was a long journey. Um, I, I can't say that I just, like, I just stopped immediately. Like, like I still kind of battle with it today. I mean, I'm... A, I'm a bit more confident now, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I did all the diets. I did the exercising. Um, it's really a mental thing, you know what I'm saying? It's not so much just, like, the, the body image. It's it's your mind. You have to build 
a, a strong mentality for yourself. Build your own confidence because you, you know you can you could damage yourself just thinking negative about yourself. So I just did a lot of like chanting um, to myself and and meditating, you know, believing that I'm beautiful. To this day, I still like before I go to bed, I tell myself I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I love myself unconditionally. Um, the way that I am, I'm only getting greater. You know, I just say a lot of like a lot of affirmations, and I'd say that as an adult, that that helps a lot more. When you're a kid, you're going through like you know a lot of hormones and all this other stuff. You know, um, uh, puberty, peer pressures, and it's kind of tough. But you need you need that strong backbone. Yeah, like morning affirmations or any type of affirmations. Yes, 100%. super amazing. They help. A they lot. help. Like, I'm telling you, like, like I've been through it, like, emotionally. I've been through depression, you know, and, and it, it had to take me just switching my mind, you know, like, thinking different and projecting more positive energy. And it's a daily practice, just like anything. It's a daily practice. If you practice every day, it's going to be with you every single day. And anytime, you know, it switches up, where something negative comes in, you fight that battle. Now you're stronger. Now you have your army with you, you know what I'm saying, to go into war with that negativity. I feel like a lot of people within our age range battle with depression nowadays, like more than back in the day. No matter what level, either high or low, everyone battles with depression. Mm -hmm. Um, At what age did you realize you had depression? I'd say at the age of 13. Um. You know, like, I don't know. I was just dealing with, like, a lot of, like, emotional roller coasters and, like, uh, my sexuality, um, understanding who I am, and then, like, a lot of backlash when I finally felt like I did understand who I was. Um, And that made me depressed, like, just, like, feeling like I don't fit in, you know, like, I can't talk to anyone about it. That's That's the biggest part. When you can't talk to anyone about it. When you it. feel like. It's not even that you can't talk, because that's you thinking that you can't talk to someone. When you just feel like it. Like, oh, I feel like I can't talk to one, to anyone. It's just, it's, it's your communication skills. Like, it's, it's a, a matter of you deciding to open up and be vocal about what your issues are. You know? Like, just getting it out. You know? That's why art is so beautiful. Because it, it helps a lot of, uh, I say a lot of kids with, Depression, you know, writing, poetry, painting, um, even playing video games. I swear to God, even playing video games helps a lot. Because it takes you, like, to another place. Yeah. You, I mean, for the most part, you don't want to, like, drag yourself uh, into that other place and kind of stay there. You want to, like, find a balance for yourself, you know. Um, that's what I did. I, I Honestly, I just turned to poetry, writing, and, and doing some exercises. Um, that's what helped my depression. Let's get into song number four. Awesome. Um, song number four. Drum roll, please. I guess it's promise <laughs> you any surprises. Okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's Missy Elliott, The Rain. Oh, you're the second person to pick that. Awesome. Dope. I mean, hey, that's a, it's, a, it's a hit. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. It was something new. It was something fresh. And for a female to come out, you know, with, with those types of lyrics and that type of melody... You know, and then the sound structure, that song is amazing. It, it, no, it's super it, dope. It. And then the doom, 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 yo, Timbaland. Oh, <laughs> my God, with his production. Ah, oh, man. The rain hits me, like, just like. 
I love the rain, me personally. And for a song to come out just blatantly and be like, I can't stand the rain. I was just like, wait. This is this is dope. Like, you just went against what I'm thinking right now. But the melody, the rhythm, who is this woman? Why is she singing or rapping in that format? Is this spoken word? It was just, it was like, it was enlightening to me. I love it. And that's that's what, that's what made me, like, emotionally inclined to this song. It was just like... It was like, what the hell is this? This is too good. <laughs> so when Missy stepped out on the spot um, in that era with that yes, sound. with that swag. How did that affect you personally? Um, I grew up as a tomboy. So, um, so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had the baggy jeans. I had the baggy shirt. Um, I was never comfortable with, like, with tight clothing or whatever. Um, and I seen this woman, this super iconic woman, Missy Elliott, just just owning it a hundred percent. And I was just like, Yeah, it's a right to dress like this. It's a right to be swagged out like this, you know? It's a vibe. <laughs> That's what you know, Missy Elliott did the most to me. And also like just her like lyrical formatting is just incredible. So uh yeah, when she stepped out on scene, she definitely she helped somebody like me be more confident about having like fluidity, you know, wearing bagging jeans, being a tomboy. Like, it's cool. It made tomboy seem cool. And I felt more comfortable. See, I remember, like, um, growing up back in the day, like, being a tomboy, like, wanting to play with the boys, do what the boys. Doing what the boys do was, like, it just seemed like a taboo (laughs) when it came to the other girls. Yeah. Did you ever have that, like, where people would... Like, the other girls look at you crazy, like, well, why you want to go play basketball? And all the girls are playing, like, house uh, Yeah, something. I mean, uh, I'd say the first time I experienced something like that was actually in, in pre-K. So I'm, like, four years old, looking at all these girls playing with these blocks, building a house, or in the kitchen, this, like, toy kitchen. And I'm, like, so uncomfortable. I kind of just, like, went off in my own world. <laughs> like, literally just sat down in my own world. Um, I just couldn't relate to it. You know, like what they thought, you know, about me, I couldn't relate to. Like hanging out with the boys. I grew up with, with um, boys oh, in boys my house. boys too, yeah. You know, so they were my peers. I would be outside playing basketball from like 7 in the morning to like 9 at night. You know, it was just, it, that was just me, you know. And uh, like, I, I didn't really care what anybody thought of me, to be honest. I didn't really care like about like what other females were doing. I was like literally always in my own world. And... And I had a great time playing basketball. And I'm not going to lie, I bust a lot of asses on that. <laughs> on the <laughs> basketball <laughs> court. Because you play with the guys. It's, it's different when you play with the guys. Like, you got to be a little bit more aggressive. You, yeah, your footwork better be good. They do not. <laughs> they're not nice about it. Like, they'll play you like you're a boy. Yes, they definitely they will. They will embarrass you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. I was very aggressive growing up. So. No, no, no. Like, you never had the, how they do, like, the fake, um, the shoot. Break shots like the oh, like okay. they shot yeah, it, yeah. and then you turn around and you're like, "All right, this guy never really shot yeah. it." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Break in that way. How's <laughs> <laughs> you looking that way, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the guys like they accepted me for who I was, and honestly, a lot of the females um, where I grew up were a little bit more tomboy-ish. You know what I'm saying? I think that was just the era growing up, like a lot of tomboy, like the Missy Elliott era. Tomboy girls, you know, just wanted to hang out with the guys, playing basketball, you know, just vibing out. 
Let's get into song number three. Song number three is Erica Badu, The Healer. I chose the song because um, it just it spoke to me. First off, the production is immaculate. Um, uh, it used instruments that I, I wasn't really um, used to hearing on, on songs. So that's phenomenal. Um, and it speaks about like just like, I think just in the first few lines, um, she's like praising to like the Most High, but she's saying the different names like um, Allah, Jehovah, um, or even Rastafari, um, and something like that to just hear it in, in such a like a hip hop slash soul slash I don't know. It was just a, a format that she created that. It just it hit it hit me like as if it was like a church song, like a gospel song. And that's what I love about it. It's called the healer, you know. The healer heals all. <laughs> so growing up, did you spend a lot of time in church? I actually didn't. That's super ironic, right? I just I believe in in like I believe in higher energy, and that higher energy is like is the most positive, loving um, energy of all time. I I will say that I was kind of like forced into church as a kid, you know. Um, a woman from the neighborhood would come take us out, and I would I would honestly fall asleep in church. So did I. I did. <laughs> so did I. I did. So I did don't I. know what it was like. Like I don't know what it was. I just would pass out and just just sleep all day. It was a it was a Spanish church, and um, it was kind of hard to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was a little difficult because they spoke really really fast, and I'm just like trying to comprehend what's going on. I just would pass out, but um, I think overall I just kind of formatted my own self-belief, you know, um, just through different experiences. But church, I didn't really go to. But I love gospel music. No, same here, like, um, with church. I used to hate, I used to always fall asleep, but the only time I would stay awake was for the music. Yes, yes, okay. And that's what definitely. would keep me up I can definitely all the time. Relate. Just seeing, like, um, I was obsessed with the drummers in in the church because they would, they would be going, eh, just banging at it, banging at it. And that's what like that's the only thing that's that kept my attention. Other than that, I was a kid. I didn't really understand it. Church ain't good. It ain't bad. It's it's what you make of it. All right. So what's the journey been like for you so far? Like trying to go after your dreams of being an artist. The journey has been a roller coaster, but one that I don't want to get off. Um, there's a lot of highs. There's a lot of lows. Um, overall, I think it's the greatest experience of my life and I'm I'm happy because I feel like I'm living in my purpose. Um it's a lot of like learning curves, you know, with anything. Um and me being a social awkward, trying to break out and be social just doing this podcast is big for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um the journey over overall is is it's it's a phenomenal experience. I I love it. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm grateful. I'm I'm thankful, and let's just keep the ball rolling. <laughs> living in, on one's purpose, like not not a lot of people are living in their purpose, are able yeah. to live in their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that is? I would say it's fear. Um, fear is uh, it's what holds you back. You know, I, like me pursuing my dream, I quit my job. You know, like. Uh, we rely on some sort of income to 
just do our day to days, you know, our necessities. And um, I had to take that jump in order to do it. And that was that was it. Took me a year to finally take that jump. That was a, a fear that was holding me back. And I think that's what a lot of us deal with: just just not overcoming their fear. You know, just take the jump, try it. You know, it's like <laughs> what Steve Harvey said. <clears throat> you know, if you're gonna jump off the plane, just know like you're probably gonna hit some rocks on your way down. But you took that jump. You took that leap of faith. Don't be scared of of the hurdles. Don't don't fear that. Go through it. Go all the way through it. Have confidence in yourself. Go back to the affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Now, um, I would say, um, quitting <clears throat> quitting your job is. One of the scariest things to what? do, especially in this day day of age when it's hard it's to hard. get a job. The job market out there is so hard. I mean, you know, like everybody's situation is different. I thank God that I have my grandmother. Shout out to my grandmother. Okay, like she's been my backbone my entire life. She raised me. She is my biggest influence of all time. But she holds me down. Okay, she goes, if you want to quit, go ahead, but just know what you want to do for yourself. And go all the way. Don't half ass it. She tells me, like, just straight up, don't half ass it, go all the way. I'm here. While I'm still around, basically. Um, other people don't have that, you know? Like, they don't have uh, their parents. So when they'll do that or support yeah, them that just, much. Just to support them. You've got to, like, you got to think it through. And that's why it took me a year. You know, I had to think, okay, how will I survive? How, I don't know how long, you know, it will take for me to finally, like, get a hit record or or like just start buzzing just to start buzzing you know what i'm saying locally <clears throat> I, I couldn't calculate that that was the the unknown but i was just so willing and i believed so much i took that jump and i you know it was scary i cried a lot i was like <laughs> oh my god i'm not making any money i'm going broke day to day you know I, I gotta pay for this i gotta pay for that but i did it and i, I don't regret it That's so what would you tell someone that's, like, they're stuck in that position, like, kind of want to quit my job to chase my dreams, but... Okay. Bills uh, and Sally Mae is knocking on I the door. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. When it comes to, like, Sally Mae, right? You know, oh, my God, the freaking debt sucks. It no. sucks. That's what that's also what's putting people through depression. Like, yo, how am I going to pay all this back? You know, I went to school. There's no jobs in the field. Da, 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 da. What I would suggest is that, first, you take time, you think. You think I'm very logical. I'm not no, oh, just take the jump. Da, da, da. I'm gonna be very logical. Take time. Understand your finances and know what you can sacrifice. Okay? Save up money. I saved the money for six months. Enough for six months. I'm still not working like full time. It's been <laughs> over six months, okay? But you know, like God has blessed me with like, you know, um, opportunities and some sources of income. But think, just be logical with your situation. All right. And you also got to like know that, that you have the drive. All right. That when you quit, you're going to go all the way with whatever your passion is. Okay. You, you can't be no lazy person in this industry at all or in any industry. Anything. When it, when it comes to pursuing your dream, you cannot be lazy. Don't half ass your dream. Okay. Be logical. Save up some money for at least three to six months or a year and just jump. Just jump. Have all have everything in order. It, it, I'm not even gonna say in order because sometimes it gets a little messy. But but just be like, oh man, just have some sort of foundation. 
And I mean, like, money-wise, at least, because that helps a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah, you save up 5000 10000 whatever it may be, because that, you know, not having money really causes a lot of chaos mentally because, you know, you need it for necessities and stuff like that. But overall, just think about your situation, whatever it may be. You can do it if you have the drive. You really, really can. You got to be logical with yourself. You got to know yourself 100%. Like, I can do this. And then apply it. I hope I wasn't rambling too much. It's just like I had to think about my experience and like take it all the way out. <laughs> that was the realest. It took me a year to to jump, and I went through a lot uh, mentally, emotionally. But I saved up and I did it. I'm happy I did. <laughs> Thank God I did. Honestly, I was really like not in a good place mentally because I'm working for somebody that I don't really want to work for. Like, and I'm I'm also trying to do my music, so that's not healthy. You know, it's not healthy. Might as well take the risk, especially while you're young. Take the risk. So, what's one of the um, greatest lessons your grandma ever taught you? A lesson my my grandmother has always taught me. I think it's more because she don't really talk too much, and I'm kind of the same way. But her actions speak louder than anything, and I've always seen her working, regardless. Of the situation. We grew up with, you know, I grew up with like five cousins, three aunts in a four bedroom apartment, you know, and she was always working. Um, she always told me that you can accomplish anything one brick at a time. To this day, she still says one brick at a time. Because if you're going to lay it down, you know, if you're going to build your house, you got to lay it one brick at a time. That taught me taught me a lot. It showed me that anything you really want to build, you just put your mind to it, stay motivated, keep working, and apply that that brick little by little. You got me here. Shout out to my grandmother. All right. <laughs> so what was that like as a child? Like, um, growing up with all your cousins, your aunts, and your grandma in one day. Yo, it was, it was like a house party. I swear to God, like, every day it was like a house party because everybody had their own room. You know, I was sleeping with my grandmother. And I'm the, I was the baby of the house. Um, and everybody would play music out of their bedroom. So in one bedroom, you'll hear reggae or rap music. Another bedroom, you'll hear, like, 80s freestyle music. Another bedroom, you'll hear, like, salsa. And then another one, like, merengue. So it was just, like, like a party every day. Because, you know, those, you know, Hispanic people, Puerto Ricans, you know, when we're cleaning, we have to play music. We have to play music. That's what get, gets us motivated. We're dancing and mopping at the same time. Dancing and sweeping. Dancing and, and wiping the windows. So it was it was dope, you know? Like, I, I got to um, learn a lot through, like, through other people's lives. You know, my aunt, my sister, my cousins. It was an amazing experience. I took a lot out of that. I felt like... I felt like even though, like, my aunt was there, my sister was there, it was all, like, like brothers and sisters, just... All, all in one, growing up, learning. So yeah, it was dope. Song number two. Song number two is Beyonce, Girls, Run the World, because it's so impactful, all right? I felt like that was our anthem, all right? And, and, and it's, it's a forever anthem for all women, all young ladies out there. Um, and it Im- impacted me the most because, I don't know, like, like being a female... Like I said, I was I was a tomboy, right, growing up. So I was never in tune with my femininity. 
But as I got a little older, I started experimenting, trying to be a little bit more girly. And it was an awkward stage. It's a very awkward stage. So when I heard, like, when I heard Beyonce run the world, it was just like, it was so empowering. So empowering. And I took that. I ran with it. And I embraced my fluidity, my femininity, and my masculinity. And, um, yeah. No, <laughs> going back to, like, being awkward, trying to, like, discover your feminine side. Like, no, because, like, I feel like there's, there's stereotypes in, like, how a girl is supposed to be and what feminine... Femininity. Yeah, it yes. is. I could not get that word out to save my life. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It was just, I don't know, it was just so so weird. I felt like I was, I, it's, even to this day, I feel like I'm just exploring life on my own. You know, um, I, only, I only explored my femininity because I wanted to. I just wanted to see what it felt like to just dress up, you know, look a little more, whatever the, the standard girly beauty edge uh, image is. Um, I just wanted to try it. Um, and I don't know. I'm I'm just like always in my own world. I like to try different things. You know, I like to try, especially with myself. I like to experiment with like makeup and, and no makeup and like putting my hair back and putting a fitted cap, wearing baggy jeans and not wearing baggy jeans, putting like tight jeans on and stuff like that. I don't know. The stereotype, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't care what the stereotype is or the standard of beauty is. It's it's me. It's my world. It's the way I want to project my influence upon this world. That's just it. What's one of the biggest challenges you think women within your industry face? Women within my industry. Um, um I've always felt like like we don't support each other enough. You know, like like we don't praise one another enough. You know, like when guys. I, I'm always around like a lot of rappers like like they glorify one another, and it's such a beautiful thing like that brotherhood. I think that's that's the main challenge is like like women don't support or lift up one another enough. So um, yeah, but shout out to Unique because she's out here bringing the women. <laughs> See a black girl. This is the realest. Yeah, that's the challenge. Okay, song number one. Song number one in my playlist. Would be drum roll, please. Any kissing in the dark, <laughs> okay? Because that song is 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 what brought me here. You need it's the reason why you're interviewing me right now. Um, and it's 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 so dope because I actually created that in my bedroom. I created that song in my bedroom. I engineered myself and everything. I did some DIY. I believe in myself. I'm just gonna flex this real quick. I love this instrumental. I love this this tone I'm in. And I just wrote it and it was just a vibe, you know? It's a good energy vibe. <laughs> so yeah, um, it impacted my life because it was, it was a smash. It's a smash. And it's everywhere. It's buzzing everywhere. They played it in Cali. I'm just like, you know, just like young chick from Hoboken in her bedroom vibing out, releases it on SoundCloud and then boom, you know, everything else just, just came. It was it's a song that I'm I'm gonna be thankful for forever. Like you know, <laughs> so yeah. Any kissing in the dark. So where where were you when you first heard it on the radio when I played it? I was in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like I'm a social awkward. Right. So 
I'm always in my bedroom. I'm always in my world. Like, I'm always thinking or, or creating and designing. I'm in my bedroom. And I was just jumping for joy. Jumping for joy. I was crying. I went actually into the hallway and I started like screaming inside this apartment building. They're playing my song on the radio and I just start crying. Everybody came out. They come down. They're holding me. I'm crying. I'm bawling. I'm just, I'm shook. I'm shook. It was just like seeing TLC. <laughs> I was shook, and I, I was just—I was shaking. I was—I was—I was in so much joy, just hearing it on the radio. Like that doesn't just happen to anyone, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's where I was <laughs> in my bedroom when I heard it on the radio. So, what inspired you to make that song? Well, it's a—it's a lusty song. It's very flirtatious. It's fun. It's groovy. Um, I was in a really good mood that day. Um, and when I heard the song, it just made me feel sexy. It made me feel real sexy. And I thought about and I was always dancing to it, um, the instrumental. And I kind of just vibed out. And I started thinking of, like, you know, flirtatious moments in life, <laughs> like being in the club or meeting someone, someone catching your eye. And, <clears throat> and you guys just groove, you know, to that chemistry. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was, a, it was a moment in time that I was able to capture projected on to this uh, this record. So I know that like you said it was it was kind of life changing. Yeah. How how so? I was doing music for a while. I never really released anything. I was always uh in my own world, in my bedroom, just playing with different sounds, like just learning myself. When I finally recorded uh that track, I felt like I had found my sound. Um and that's that's greater than anything. And it resonates with a lot of people. It makes people feel good. Uh, it makes people want to get up and dance and vibe out. Um, that's more impactful than anything. Like when people come up to me and be like, "Yo, I love that song." You know, it makes me feel so good. It's just—it's like a positive energy. It's, it's just—it's a good vibe. It's different from what's on the airwaves right now. You know, and uh, it changed my life. It changed my life. I'm here at Hot 97 right now. Like that's. <laughs> It doesn't just happen to anyone, you know what I'm saying? So um, it took one record that I finally felt confident enough to release. Um, and it brought me here. So what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy? Yeah. Wow, that was strong. <laughs> <clears throat> got, started choking a little bit, like, wow. I want my legacy to be um, the any vibes impact. Any vibes is about positive energy, projecting that positive energy in any negative standpoint that you're in. Stay positive, stay strong, believe in yourself. Don't give up. That's what I want my legacy to be. I, I, want, I want what I'm doing right now to, to motivate others to push, push hard and go all the way with it. So yeah, I want to be that role model. That female role model coming from the hood in Hoboken. <laughs> that's I, yeah, that's what I, I really want to be. I, w I want I want kids to like read about me and be like, wow, like she came from this type of area and you know she built herself up to now live her dreams and and you know she left her imprint with her music. And that's the legacy. So before we go, you have to do the Dear Black Girl open letter. Okay. They're black girl. 
They're Afro-Latina. They're brown skin. They're caramel. Tan skin. Just know that we are all one. Just know that in unity, we are stronger. Just know that you are absolutely phenomenal. Just know that you're unique. You have your own purpose here in life. Just know that I believe in you. Just know that I believe in you. Just know that you're beautiful. You're phenomenal. I love your smile. You look so good. I love when you dance. I love when you're yourself. You're so cool. They're black girl. They're Afro-Latina. They're brown skin. You're amazing. Sincerely.